Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we dive into Adventures in the Anthropocene by Gaia Vince, a compelling exploration of the profound ways in which humanity has reshaped the Earth. This 2014 book delves into the dawn of a new geological epoch, the Anthropocene, or the Age of Man, where the impact of human activity is so significant that it rivals the forces of nature. Vince takes us on a journey around the globe, from vanishing islands to densely populated urban slums, and from the fishermen of the Mekong to the ancient nomadic tribes of Kenya. These stories weave together a narrative of our evolving relationship with the planet and contemplate our future within it. Author Gaia Vince, an esteemed science writer, journalist, and broadcaster who specializes in environmental topics, brings her expertise to the forefront. As a former editor of the prestigious journal Nature and a contributor to various reputable publications and broadcasting outlets like the BBC, her insights are rooted in a deep understanding of scientific research and real-world observations. This book is a must-read for anyone who is curious about the vast human influence on the world, passionate about the implications of climate change, and reflective on the sustainability of human life on Earth. Whether you are an environmentally conscious individual or simply someone intrigued by the intersection of civilization and nature. Adventures in the Anthropocene Promises to enlighten and provoke thought. Join us as we unpack the essence of Gaia. Vince's groundbreaking work within the confines of time, here on 20 Minute Books. Adventures in the Anthropocene, a journey to the heart of the planet we made. Introduction. Exploring our profound impact in the age of man. Our world is in a constant state of flux, with groundbreaking innovation shaping our daily lives against the backdrop of ever more visible ecological shifts. The summers grow warmer, the trash heaps taller, and technology leaps forward with the rapidity of a cheetah in pursuit. The effect of our presence is so pronounced that scientists herald the advent of a new chronological chapter, the Anthropocene, an era defined by humanity's fingerprints on Earth's own canvas. A critical glance beneath the ocean's waves, atop the world's soaring mountaintops, and across the sprawling deserts unveils a tale of transformation, a narrative crafted by our hands. Understand how our collective actions forge a divergent path for Mother Earth, and how we must evolve with the planet we're actively molding. This exploration is not merely about understanding, it's about preparing for what lies ahead and uncovering strategies for coexistence and preservation. The promises and perils of an iceless Arctic. Imagine a world where the once frozen Arctic expanse lies bare and exposed. This isn't a mere flight of fantasy, but a potential reality as we march further into the Anthropocene. The absence of Arctic ice poses a multifaceted challenge, bringing about rising sea levels and disrupted global weather patterns, among other profound consequences. Our journey through this transformative era demands that we grasp the sheer weight of this possibility and its ripple effects on every continent, harnessing the power of light for planetary salvation. In a quest to stave off ecological and climatic woes, 
Could the solution lie in reflecting the sun's beams? The concept of utilizing vast mirrors to redirect solar energy conjures scenes from science fiction. Yet, this idea might tip the balance in Earth's favor, offering a gleam of hope in mitigating the warming of our world. As the narrative of the Anthropocene unfolds, innovation in harnessing light could become a pivotal character. The changing flavor of tradition in Nepal. Nepal, a country where ancient practices meet the challenges of the new era, presents a poignant example. The humble chapati, a staple in Nepalese cuisine, finds itself at the mercy of shifting agricultural patterns and burgeoning environmental pressures. The taste of tradition stands threatened as the recipes of old face the uncertainty of tomorrow. The Anthropocene does not discriminate by borders or cultures. It weaves a global tale where even the simplest joys must adapt or fade. In these insights, prepare to delve deeply into humanity's remarkable capacity to both create and destroy, to engineer and to exhaust. Witness the mighty legacy of human endeavor and the pressing duty we hold to chart a course that respects the delicate power we wield over the blue marble we call home. Part 1. The skies are no longer the same. Humanity's atmospheric impact. Picture the tranquility of lounging beneath verdant branches, gazing up at the whimsical dance of the clouds, or the quiet splendor of a starry night. These experiences, shared with our ancestors millennia ago, connect us to a timeless tradition. Yet our contemporary relationship with Earth's atmosphere bears an unprecedented signature of change. We must acknowledge a stark truth. Humans are changing the atmosphere beyond recognition. Indeed, pollution is the protagonist of this tale. It's not that our species hasn't tainted the air before. London's historical smog serves as a testament to that. But what distinguishes today from the fog-laden eras of the past is the magnitude of our impact. We've transcended the status of mere contributors to the atmospheric mosaic to become dominant artists, painting on a canvas that stretches across the globe. This transformation isn't merely the product of our swelling numbers, which have soared past seven billion. Even as the grimy shadows of the Industrial Revolution have made way for modernity, the legacy of coal power persists. Despite pollution controls, the emissions from coal-fired stations in Europe alone claim over 22,000 lives each year. The narrative grows more complex as we turn to the developing world. Take China, for instance, where rampant industrial pollution means that a meager 1% of its citizens inhale what would be considered clean air by European Union metrics. And then there's the signature smog crafted by simpler traditional pollution sources. In Nepal, the cherished art of baking chapatis over wood and dung fires fills the air with more than the aroma of fresh bread. It weaves a haze that threatens both ecological balance and human health. This smoky cloak is an accomplice to rising temperatures, pervasive droughts, and the grim statistic of nearly two million deaths annually in India from haze-related illnesses, surpassing global malaria fatalities. There's a glimmer of hope in this overcast reality. The atmosphere's potential for restoration, should emissions cease, is a testament to Earth's resilience. However, expecting an immediate cessation is unrealistic. Our epic-defining challenge 
is to navigate existence within this modified atmosphere, adapting to a climate unfamiliar to the annals of human history, but authored by our own hand. Part 2. Our Lifelines in Peril. The Crisis Facing the World's Mountains. Often shrouded in an ethereal cloak of snow and mist, mountains have captured human imagination for centuries as symbols of awe-inspiring beauty and heavenly serenity. Nowadays, however, the ascent towards these towering peaks is more likely to reveal a canvas marred by the footprints of human recklessness, trails littered with waste, a testament to our disregard for natural sanctuaries. Yet, the transformation at play is not merely cosmetic. It goes much deeper, striking at the very heart of our existence. Mountains are not just monumental landforms, but the bedrock of life on this planet. They are the source from which many of the rivers draw their waters, the storerooms of Earth's fresh water. Mountains house glaciers that hold more than half of the world's fresh water supply, playing a critical role in the survival of countless species, including our own. Climbing the steely slopes of the Himalayas, one cannot help but be in awe of these frozen giants, these reservoirs of ice. The Himalayan glaciers alone envelop an expanse of 35,000 square kilometers, a reserve of nearly 4,000 cubic kilometers of ice. But in the unrelenting grip of global warming, these majestic ice vaults are melting at an alarming rate, with forecasts grimly suggesting the disappearance of over two-thirds by century's end. This melting crisis ignites a desperate quest to safeguard dwindling freshwater reserves. Nations are scrambling, putting in place expansive reservoirs in a bid to capture the fleeing waters of vanishing glaciers. However, such undertakings are not only costly but often beyond the scope of feasibility. Perhaps we can find salvation by returning to the root issue and cooling the environments upon which glaciers so heavily depend. The notion of artificial cooling, a concept reminiscent of science fiction, may emerge as a beacon of hope. This futuristic vision includes deploying massive mirrors in outer space or sprinkling reflective particles into the atmosphere, invoking a purposeful mimicry of pollution to bounce back the sun's heat, a radical endeavor to cool our warming planet. We cannot overlook the hazards that accompany such drastic measures. Termed the termination problem, a sudden halt in artificial cooling could trigger a rapid and catastrophic temperature increase, dwarfing the current gradual trends in global warming. The stakes are high, and our actions on these sacred summits cascade down to the very valleys and plains where life thrives. As the story of the Anthropocene unfolds, the fate of our mountains and the water they gift us hangs in a precarious balance, challenging humanity to rewrite an ominous script into one of resilience and redemption. Part 3 Rivers, the double-edged swords of energy and upheaval. Rivers have woven through the tapestry of human civilization, giving us water for sustenance, avenues for trade, and arenas for leisure. As rivers carve their way through landscapes, they're also carved into our histories, cultures, and economies. In the past century, we've harnessed these powerful, meandering lifelines in a new way, as dynamos churning out energy to power our lives. Yet, the presence of dams, now marking two-thirds of the globe's rivers, tells a story of ambition shadowed by profound costs. Here lies a hard truth. Our rivers supply much-needed energy, 
but this comes at great human and environmental cost. Hydropower stands as a beacon of efficiency, converting the potential energy of stored water into a steady stream of electric current, its reservoir acting as an 80 to 90% efficient natural battery. This dependable energy source, not contingent on meteorological whims like solar power, brings undeniable economic prosperity, especially given the modest expense of dam infrastructure. However, the ecological toll of dams paints a troubled picture. Their creation engulfs fertile land in their sprawling reservoirs, robbing local ecosystems of nutrient-rich sediments and triggering seismic tremors under the immense weight of the water. The barriers slice through river networks, severing migratory routes essential for aquatic life cycles, echoing the profound loss felt across affected environments. The energy boon brought forth by hydropower is compelling, particularly in impoverished regions, as dams rise along Laos's Mekong River, dreams of steady electricity and connectivity for secluded hamlets inch closer to reality. But these advancements cast long, dark shadows on the indigenous way of life, as expressed poignantly by a fisherman from the area, the practicality of consuming electricity falls short of an empty stomach. Displacement looms over communities, with the threat of losing not only homes, but also intangible heritage, like ancestral resting places. Navigating this stark calcan balance epitomizes the quintessential challenge of the Anthropocene. How do we satiate our escalating needs without eroding the foundations of natural providence? The rivers that have nurtured us now reflect our profound impact leaving us with a question of legacy. Can we harness the gifts of our blue arteries without irreparably harming the pulse of the planet? Part 4. Revolutionizing Agriculture to Nourish Our Future Amidst the sweltering challenge of global warming, our planet's arable landscapes are under siege. Water scarcity is no longer a bleak projection but a stark reality. The once verdant fields are at risk of turning into barren wastelands, struggling to sustain the art of farming. The African continent exemplifies this plight, with its limited irrigation and erratic rainfall patterns offering a grim portrait of agricultural strife. As the climate shifts, the stability and livelihoods of its people follow suit, teetering on the brink of uncertainty. Our priority is clear. To feed our growing population in a warming world, humanity needs to make farming more efficient. Venture to Uganda, where the rhythm of the rainy seasons once guided the hands of farmers whose seeds would meet the soil in harmonious synchrony with the skies. Rainfall, however, has traded its predictable cadence for chaos. The erratic drizzles leave farmers like wanderers seeking a sign, uncertain whether to plant in faith or await the full embrace of the clouds. Sparse rains breed meagre yields, and insufficient harvests leave the spectre of hunger in their wake. Such shortages are only magnified by the inflating costs, an aftermath of international speculators' games of chance. We cannot hang our hopes on these distant actors, but instead must cultivate self-reliance among local cultivators, Consider the narrative of Winifred, a Ugandan farmer who defies the odds. In a region shadowed by famine, 
where the vast majority clasp onto the tenuous lifeline of food aid, Winifred's hands tell a different story. Her fields, lush with sunflower, cassava, and sesame, not only sustain her family of eleven, but yield a surplus, allowing her to dream of expansion and prosperity. Guidance from the National Semi-Arid Resources Research Institute illuminated her path, offering training, higher-quality seeds, and invaluable insights into crop selection and land preparation. A modest loan transformed into a bountiful return, and Winifred's success story has become a testament to the potential for change. The lesson Winifred embodies is one humanity must embrace, to extract more nourishment from every furrow and every seed. With the global population burgeoning, the threat of hunger outpacing food supply looms large. Malnutrition steals the light from 300 children's eyes each hour, a haunting toll that we have the power to stop. As we forge ahead into the Anthropocene, the mandate for innovation in agriculture is urgent. Enriching the nutritional value of crops, breeding varieties resilient to heat and drought, and sidestepping the pitfalls of industrial farming can lead us to a future where the climate's unpredictability is met with adaptability. There, within the nexus of science and tradition, we can craft a world where hunger is no longer a relentless adversary. Part 5. Confronting the Aftershocks of Altering Earth's Blue Heart Our planet's oceans, vast and mysterious, have only had a fraction of their depths charted by human curiosity. Yet, even with the expanse that remains unknown, we have unequivocally altered the character of these deep blue expanses, spanning everything from the marvel of engineering that allows us to traverse their breadth to the audacious acts of dumping our waste into their depths, our fingerprints are evident. As the global thermostat climbs, the most visible transformation is the retreat of Arctic ice, an ominous indicator of change. The ripple effect of our alterations runs deep, We've transformed the oceans, and now we must deal with the consequences. Melting ice stands at the forefront, an urgent puzzle piece of our ever-warming globe. The North Pole, a barometer for the health of our world's climate, is shedding its frosty mantle disturbingly fast, with scientists predicting an ice-free Arctic by as early as 2030. The fallout stretches well beyond the realm of polar bears and icebergs. In Europe, the loss of Arctic ice portends a future of erratic weather patterns, where sun-kissed summers give way to monsoon-like flooding and the once mild winters transform into biting cold. Climate change weaves a harsh tapestry where harmony and predictability are lost. Thousands of kilometres from the Arctic, entire island nations face existential peril. The Maldives, a mosaic of over a thousand islets and the planet's lowest-lying country, is poised on the brink of an aquatic abyss in danger of being swallowed by rising sea levels. International resolutions aim to cap the average global temperature increase to 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times. Still, even this goal, steeped in optimism and political will, may fall short of saving the Maldives. Without dramatic intervention, its islands could be surrendered to the sea. One avenue for survival is adaptation. The creation of storm-resistant designer islands, or even the conjuring of new landmasses from the ocean itself, as is seen in the artificially constructed island of Thilafushi, 
sculpted from the unlikeliest of sources, garbage. Yet, for places like the Maldives and many others shadowed by the same threat, local solutions, on their own, are akin to applying a Band-Aid on a deep wound. Global-scale, innovative strategies must be forged to combat the complex consequences of a marine environment we've reshaped. We need to think beyond temporary fixes and initiate a movement toward solutions that can truly counter the wide-reaching impacts of our legacy on the oceans. Reversing the tide of change will require ingenuity akin to that which has allowed us to dominate the seas, yet guided by a newfound respect and urgency to restore balance to Earth's blue heart. Part 6. Deserts. A landscape of loss and a new horizon for energy. The arid vastness of the world's deserts has long been the canvas upon which nomadic tribes like the Turkana in Kenya's north have painted their lives. Moving with the rhythm of the land, these communities have braved the elements with their herds for generations. Yet, what once was is rapidly fading into the annals of history as climate change etches a starkly different narrative. Climate change is destroying traditional ways of life in the desert while creating new power sources. This new reality is harsh, unforgiving, and punctuated by drought. The desert's inhabitants have always adapted to the demanding dry spells, but now, these periods stretch longer and strike more frequently. The brief respites of rain, too fleeting for the land to recover. Starvation claims the livestock, the lifeblood of the tribes, as vegetation withers and breeding cycles are interrupted. Amid the desolation, a paradoxical twist emerges the transformation of deserts into wellsprings of sustainable energy. Kenya, facing the fading reliability of its hydropower, gazes into the windswept expanses of the Turkana tribe's age-old territories. Here, the plans for Africa's most ambitious wind farm take root, harnessing the relentless gusts that promise to deliver twice the power compared to European counterparts. The Turkana winds could soon light up homes and fuel industries, satisfying a substantial slice of Kenya's energy appetite. Yet, the conquest for power does not end with the wind. Where gusts are absent, the sun's persistent blaze across the desert sky offers an inexhaustible energy source. Innovation brings solar power within reach of even the most impoverished, with pay-as-you-go models for solar-powered devices. Now, those forgotten by the electrical grid can bypass costly and eco-detrimental fuels like kerosene. A simple swap of batteries at communal solar stations illuminates a path out of energy poverty. Our planet's sprawling deserts, long seen as barren wastelands, are stepping stone into a future powered by clean, renewable energy. This shift heralds an epoch where the once neglected deserts may emerge as key players in our energy saga, even as they claim the enduring ways of the nomadic peoples. The winds of change blow strong carrying with them the traces of lost traditions and the hopeful hum of turbines, as humanity navigates the Anthropocene, drawing power from the desolation while seeking harmony with the natural world. Part 7. Navigating our newfound dominion over the natural world. The journey of humanity from our very first upright steps upon the savannah's verdant plains 
has been marked by an ever-deepening relationship with the world around us. Through the ages, from the felling of ancient trees to the cultivation of the wild's bounty, our influence has been cast across every biome. The imprints of our hands are etched in forests, fields and fissures alike. Now, we find ourselves in an unprecedented era. We're no longer a mere part of nature. We control it, and its future depends on us. In our tenure on this earth, we have become the unwitting architects of a new geological epoch, one where our activities have hastened the wheels of extinction. Previously, Earth's history turned its pages at the hands of cataclysmic events, the kind that left dinosaurs as mere echoes in fossilized form. Today, however, we herald the approach of a sixth mass extinction, this time authored by humanity's own doing. According to biologists like Anthony Barnowski, today's extinction rate far eclipses the natural tempo of loss, with humanity pushing countless species toward the abyss. The reality that we have altered the fabric of life demands that we now take charge of this tapestry we've unraveled. It's within our collective grasp to shape the contours of nature's future, determining which threads of biodiversity we tug tight and which motifs we preserve for generations yet to come. Our dominion has brought unintended consequences, disrupting the delicate equilibrium that once reigned. Jaguars, vital sentinels against disease-carrying vermin, now face extinction due to our insatiable expansion of farmlands. The absence of their predatory presence is felt far beyond the immediate silence of their roar. One path to redemption may involve curating a delicate balance anew, even if through unconventional means. Consider proposals to introduce megafauna like elephants and rhinoceroses to alien landscapes such as Australia, not as intruders, but as ecological saviors, to consume excess vegetation and mitigate wildfire risks. Our newfound power over nature is undeniable. It looms as both an opportunity and an ominous responsibility. The choices we make today write the manifesto for tomorrow's wilderness. We stand at the helm of Earth's evolving narrative, with the collective wisdom to steer life's diversity from the brink and recast our role from dominators to stewards. The question echoing across the Anthropocene is not of capability, but of will. How shall we wield our extraordinary power to ensure the planet's myriad voices continue to thrive? Part 8 the dire struggle for the survival of the world's forests. Once, forests draped the earth in an emerald embrace, spanning an expanse so vast it was as if the planet breathed through leaves. Today we find ourselves in an epoch where these verdant realms are standing on the precipice of memory, half of them vanished beneath the swell of human incursion. And at the rate at which they're being decimated, these treasured rainforests, the very lungs of our world, could become a myth before the turn of the century. Forests have never been more threatened. The prime villain in this tale of loss, it is the unwitting path of destruction left by road construction. Such is its potency that an astonishing 95% of deforestation occurs within a mere 25 kilometers of a road. As asphalt and gravel weave through the woodland, what follows is an all-consuming wave of land clearing for agriculture, 
for illicit crops. The Amazon, that vast repository of biodiversity, has seen a radial spread of barrenness shadowing its 50,000 kilometers of new roads over the span of just three years. There is, however, an undeniable allure to roads, the promise of economic rejuvenation they carry to isolated hinterlands. Roads forge conduits for minerals to be mined, for energy to be harnessed, and for remote communities to latch onto civilization's offerings, be it education or commerce. Yet, these arteries of connectivity pump both life and poison. While communities flourish, dark undercurrents thrive. Poachers and traffickers exploit these routes with ruthless efficiency. In the dense foliage of the Amazon, the pursuit to safeguard trees turns into a perilous endeavor, costing brave activists their lives on a chillingly regular basis. Even as forces converge against the forest's sanctity, hope persists. Alternative strategies beckon, suggesting a lesser toll can be exacted. Railroads and rivers, lesser harbingers of destruction, present viable pathways for transport, eschewing the need for roads that cleave through nature. Consider the Camisea gas project in Peru, an exemplar of infrastructural harmony nestled in the Amazon's heart. Here, the project entwines seamlessly with the surrounding ecosystem, forming an island of industry amidst the sea of green. Connectivity is maintained through rivers, skies, and subterranean pipes, a minimal impact blueprint. Amid the crescendo of global warming, the defense of every tree, every forest, becomes a race against time. It's a race we cannot afford to lose, for in the fate of these timbered havens lies the fate of our own breath, our own survival on this increasingly fragile planet. The mission is clear, to forge a future where the Earth's arboreal cloak is not merely a relic of old, but a living legacy that continues to cradle life in all its resplendent forms. Part 9. Embracing Sustainability in Our Pursuit of Earth's Offerings The stamp of human activity has become so profound that it now surpasses the natural forces shaping the planet. The sediments and stones sculpted by rivers and carved by glaciers pale in comparison to the volumes we excavate and relocate. Picture for a moment the Great Wall of China, a structure so immense it is etched into the landscape itself, and know that our collective annual coal mining could conjure 16 of its like. And yet, these earthly treasures do not replenish as the rains fall. They are exhaustible, their presence waning with each pass of the pickaxe and rumble of machinery. Humans need to rethink their use of the Earth's mineral resources. While coal may yet loom large in our vaults, we walk a tightrope with finite resources like silver, essential for everything from electronic wizardry to life-saving medical devices. The price of its scarcity runs deep, demanding ever more land, energy, and water to siphon from the ground, in turn destroying ecosystems and trampling over human rights. Consider the Bolivian city of Potosi, perched at a breath-snatching altitude where silver once coursed through the veins of its mines. Prosperity has ebbed from this place, and the human toll for clutching at the dwindling veins of mineral wealth is harrowing. Miners seldom outlive their youth. Our hunger for resources, be it fossil fuels or metals, is projected to skyrocket 
to an unfathomable annual consumption of 140 billion metric tons. Mines reel at the constructible marvels, yet the invisible cost is a pressing carbon footprint, one that threatens to cast a long shadow over our ecological future. The wrenching hold of fossil fuels, accounting for 86% of global energy, only tightens. Yet the path toward a less ravaged planet lies in electrification, with batteries supplanting fuel tanks. Here lithium emerges as the crown jewel, the essential element fueling the devices in our pockets and potentially powering our homes, vehicles, and cities. Transitioning to battery power isn't simply a matter of availability. It's a transformative process that hinges on the birth of new infrastructure. We stand at the crossroads of necessity and innovation with the keys to forge a resilient energy future in our hands. A future sculpted not by the depletion of our planet's bounty, but by judicious stewardship, where our relationship with Earth's minerals is marked by wisdom, restraint, and a collective commitment to sustainability. The question now, will we lay the foundation for this newfound respect or continue along the path of relentless consumption? Our choices today will resonate through the bedrock of time. Part 10. Welcome to the Urban Epoch. Steering cities toward a sustainable future. Imagine the pulse of a metropolis, the thrum of activity that courses through its streets, the eclectic tapestry woven by its diverse inhabitants. That is where you may find yourself right now. Once a setting reserved for the few, the urban environment has blossomed into humanity's habitat of choice, with over half of the world's population calling cities their home. The narrative we find ourselves in asserts a bold claim. Our age is the urban age, and cities are the future. It's hard not to marvel at the allure of city life, teeming with cultural vibrance and a nocturnal heartbeat. But beyond the allure, cities encapsulate a form of human existence that excels in both productivity and efficiency. Their secret lies in density. Urban landscapes are crucibles of potential, where population growth begets economic growth, driving average incomes upward while tapering off resource consumption and emission footprints. A single bustling city can eclipse the economic might of two smaller ones by a staggering 20%. The prospect that our urban centers hold the key to combating environmental challenges is tantalizing. Could these densely packed, innovation-rich locales be the bastions of sustainability we so desperately seek as we sail into an era of unprecedented population growth? Yet the urban story is not solely a saga of triumphs. It bears the shadows of its own complications, casting doubt on whether it may be our redemption or our downfall. Once we shift our gaze to the burgeoning cities of the developing world, the sustainability scales tip less favorably. Here, newfound urban prosperity often comes with an energy-hungry, waste-generating lifestyle, starkly contrasting with the modest consumption habits of rural counterparts. In wealthier nations, it's the pastoral landscapes that often harbor affluence, inverting this dynamic. But it's not just a tale of consumption. The very fabric of urban expansion brings with it the strain of rapid, unplanned population surges. The sprawl of the city can sprawl into slums, 
informal settlements where the absence of infrastructure breeds heaps of refuse, poisoned waters and blighted soils. The path sunlight follows through the concrete jungle, where growth and grit coexist, leads us to a critical juncture. With collaborative ingenuity and a drive toward innovation, we hold the potential to sculpt our cities into havens of environmental and social progress. Our shared mission in this urban epoch is to harness the dynamic spirit of cities and mold them into resilient, life-sustaining environments that boldly embrace the Anthropocene. The blueprint for a planet-friendly urban future is ours to draft, and the time to do so is now. Final Summary In the dance of existence, humanity has long swirled to the rhythms of the natural world, a partner dependent on the Earth's gracious bounty. We draw sustenance from the soil, vitality from the water, and life from the air. Yet, as we've grown, so has our impact. It's an age where human hands reshape landscapes, reroute rivers, and redefine ecosystems. We have ushered in an era of transformation so profound that the very epoch is named for us, the Anthropocene. But with great change comes great responsibility. Unchecked, our ambitions risk stripping the earth of its nurturing essence, of its capacity to provide for every creature that calls it home, including us. What looms on the horizon is a future uncertain, one that demands our attention, our creativity, and our collective will to rectify. We stand at a pivotal moment, a junction where the paths of preservation and peril diverge. The challenge before us is not insurmountable, but it is immediate. To sustain our species, our diverse cultures, and the myriad of lives that weave together this planetary tapestry, our ingenuity must match our influence. From restoring forests to protecting oceans, from reimagining energy to redefining urban spaces, every step towards sustainability counts. As we navigate this human-centered epoch, let us do so with eyes wide open to the consequences of our past actions, with hearts attuned to the needs of all Earth's denizens, and with minds ignited by the boundless potential of human innovation. In the anthology of our shared history, let this chapter be one of awakening, of harmony, and of hope where the Anthropocene becomes not just an age of impact, but one of enlightened recalibration. The time to forge a sustainable coexistence with our planet is now, and the torchbearers of this crucial endeavor are us. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.